At Discount Tire, we know your time is valuable. Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online. Did you know Discount Tire now sells wiper blades? Check out our current deals at DiscountTire.com or stop in and talk to an associate today. Discount Tire. Let's get you taken care of. You're listening to One on One with DP. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. I don't know. I still don't know what the word is that he says. I still don't. Like, we, we went through it. I don't know what they say in this song. Babadoo. I'm a do. Just random. Just random. I'm a be. I'm a be. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a be. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, again, we thank you folks for sitting there. I want to thank Coach Brad Jody again on game day, uh, making time for us to, to, to tell us what's going on again. If you're looking for something to do, right? Baseball, 4 o'clock, day baseball, playing hooky. Play hooky from work. Go watch baseball. Okay. Get your sweat on. Yeah, you, you can do that. You can go down there you can, and still get back in time for your show. Matter of fact, we should I? probably we, – we might should do Why? that. Hmm. Let's think about I have that. to podcast stuff. You have time and you have help. Stop it. I have to podcast. Stop it, Stephen Sipple Jr. <laughs> I'm very busy. All right, I don't think you, I don't know if you know this about me, but I got I gotta be here. I gotta be there. I gotta do this. I gotta do that. I'm very, but nobody works. So nobody works as hard as I do. You've right? got Just. so much to do. You've got so much to do. It is a pleasure and a joy to bring in our guest in studio, Dr. Adam Gensler. How are you this morning? Thank you for doing this. Yeah, I'm doing great. So let's let's tell the story. I mean, how does how does young Adam become Dr. Adam, how does what's what's the process? Where from? Who helps you get there? Yeah, so um, I'm from Gretna, okay. originally just up the street. Okay. Um, <laughs> I had to pick a career in ninth grade to research, and I chose anesthesiology. Uh, not good at math. They make a lot of money. <laughs> not good at math. Turns out if you mess up math and anesthesiology, people don't wake up, right. or they wake up too early. So uh, let's get that one out of the way. Right. Um, I was an athlete. Um, career was cut short by lack of ability, but I uh, you see how that happens. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, how cruel! <laughs> <laughs> but I uh, uh, was helped a lot by a chiropractor, and so I basically just said, "Hey, I'm going to do this." Researched it. Uh, just put my head down and went through school. Um, honestly, it's a pretty big stroke of luck because I'm still doing it after ninth grade. I'm not doing it how I thought I'd do it. Um, I feel like I'm doing it better, hopefully. Um, but yeah, so you know, obviously. I'm, support of family and friends and parents i mean parents obviously i think for most people a lot of people are the, the the cornerstone they definitely have been for me and i uh you know um dated my now um wife through chiropractic school so i was down in chiropractic school with a girlfriend up here in nebraska so um, that kept me kind of laced down to the books and uh, working out so i was in good shape and learning a lot and not out um causing havoc so yeah, so getting it back here, you know, our, the clinic I joined is started by uh, Spine and Sports Chiropractic was started by Kyle Schunkweiler, um, and I was the second person in, and he's uh, he's been a great mentor and a good friend and a, a business partner now as I've become part of the practice. My wife teaches now here and uh, down at Dome, so um, you know I, I've been pretty blessed with everybody who's been so supportive of uh, my continued push to be the best I can be and um, be of value to my um, patients and uh, athletes and people in the community in general. Does it help you engaging with 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 patients from the since you've gone through the athletic part of it? Like you know what moves athletes, and we're stubborn. <laughs> we're also we're also products of 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 sometimes bad information. 
So does it help you when it comes to dealing with athletes who come in the door and go, you know what, I got this problem and I need to get it fixed right now? Yeah, no doubt. Um, my last resort is rest. I hate it. Half time, the athletes won't do it anyways, and I understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, especially in season, you have to kind of you kind of got to limp along. Sometimes you don't you don't get to ship shape everybody up to where you want them to be. Um, you get some of the football players in the middle of a D one season, and like man, you're just getting them to the next Saturday, and they come hobbling in, and you'd hopefully they hobble out a little bit less, a little lighter on their feet. Um, but you know, and so I, I joke about not having athletic ability. I did run a lot after school I mean, i've run up to 50 miles so mm. i like when you have like some uh, some goals in your head to do that like i, I get the the athletic mindset um and then i think is i i can bu- bump that into hey like you want to get better this is on you like i can't make you better athlete you make yourself better athlete so it goes both ways you know it's good because i can relate to where they're at because there's, there's time you got to play head games with them mm-hmm. um you got to meet them where they're at because sometimes sometimes they need you to work on their bodies and sometimes they need to work on their minds you know and just kind of relate relate to where they're at um, make sure they know you've been there and then say, Hey, th- you don't want to be here for too long. So let's get you back. Here's what, here's what I'm going to do for you. Here's what you're going to do for yourself. Um, together. I, I have the brains to do it, but you got the only body that can uh, change this. You said you got up to 50 miles and the only thing, the human in my brain said at this at once. Yeah. Why? That's a good question. Now, right? <laughs> Why? Like, so I got, I got buddies that are crazier than me. No, you don't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'll give a shout out to Pete Kostelnik. He has the Guinness Book of World Records, uh, fastest run from San Francisco to New York. So I've worked with him for a while. He's now out of here. He ran 42 miles a day for 72 days straight over the Sierra Nevadas, over the Rockies. I'm sorry. Why? What? He, <laughs> what are uh, you he's, talking he is a about? generational talent in ultra running. If you want to get into that, because that's what that's where I really started my athletic thing. So I had to fix myself, right? But uh, yeah, he's uh, he's a wild man. He's an incredible human, uh, incredible runner. It's super inspirational. But yeah, 50. I don't even want to run to my mailbox. What are you? Doing? <laughs> Yeah, and he's, he's running, down the street. And he's what are running you 100, doing? Yeah, yeah, 100 miles a week. Yeah, and my other buddy here talked me into it too, Kyle. He's uh, a different Kyle than I work with. Uh, he's he's kind of sneaky, and he's like, hey, you know, you 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 should get in shape. He's like, I think you should run 50. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, yeah. I'm like, you're right. I don't know why, but he's got, he's got that personality. That, you you're know, so convincing. He's right. so, yeah. I'm like, I'm not sure how you did this to me, but all of a sudden, I'm, I, this is my whole goal in life. Like, so. this dude is going to lead a cult one day. Like, you, you can get yeah, people. Yeah, I mean, Kyle, will do that. I should run 50 him. miles. You know what? Yes. Yes. <laughs> it was a little longer-winded than that. But yeah. I mean, yeah. I, need to, I, I need you guys in the text line to ask. Like, seriously, if, if, if Dr. Adam asked you to run 50 miles, what would your reaction be? Because I don't think that there's many people in here that could say yes to it. You're not my friend anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're not going to talk to you anymore you, at all. You're an evil. <laughs> oh, Dr. Adam Gensler, listen, through all of this stuff, right? So you're, 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 you're home. Are you a Husker fan? Are you a Husker fanatic? Are you Husker indifferent? How would you describe yourself? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan. Yeah, I, grew up, I grew up pretty much in Nebraska. Um, grandparents lived in um, – out in central Nebraska, you know, mm-hmm. they laugh when, you know, we talk about going to games and stuff because they, they would drive down, go to a game, and, and drive back. They had season tickets for 50 years, right? Wow. Like, I remember going, my grandpa, you know, plays go bad. He had a foam brick with an in on it. <laughs> he throws the TV, and I'd go get it, right? Like, like that, that's so – yeah, I mean, like, you got a Husker bathroom. Yeah, I'm a big Husker fan. It's a um, 
I feel like I'm reasonable. Like I understand that they're 20 year olds doing the best they can. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be judged by everything I did when I was 20. How about and, that? Yeah. So therefore, you know, I give them a lot of leeway. I think they all try their hardest. I don't think I, that's why I have like absolutely no negativity towards the team pretty much any of the time. What is your prediction for the season? What do you think? 12 games. What do you think the record's going to be? I, I think we're better than eight games, eight and four. I'm going to put you, we're going to put Dr. Adam on the board. All right. We're going to yeah, put them on. We have, we, have a, we have a prediction board. And, All right. And, yeah. and it, it's, everybody will be held accountable to it. Yeah. So we kind of we, – we're kind of follow it. Um, I'm the only person who hasn't put a prediction up there because – Because he doesn't do that. doesn't have to. He doesn't, he doesn't do predictions. That's his I thing. Because I know better. That's his thing. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know better. Because, it's, look, it's the human factor in this thing. I, when you came on Fitness Fanatics, I was in, immediately connected to it. And I said, for what you do for people, like you talk about, you know, you want to be an anesthesiology where I had an episode mm. um, where, and actually several episodes where having surgeries where the anesthesiologist looked at my stats and said, okay, this is what you need to put you under and be comfortable, except they're always wrong. They're always wrong. So I've had surgeries where, you know, I, I woke up in the middle of surgery and went, oh, cool. Oh, look, there's, they're doing right. surgery. They're operating on somebody's hand over there. That is amazing. Um, but when they did, uh, when I had my spinal surgery, they, they screwed it up. They botched it. So they were putting in the catheter and botched it, right? Mm. And my fear was my spine. And I had uh, three ruptured discs, a spinal fracture. I had the, like, it was the works and to go through and have the spinal fusion. Finally, you have to go through the mental space that I'm trusting somebody with my spine, like my spine and my spinal cord. And then to wake up from it and not only being in a, you know, in a full brace, but then having the catheter still attached. Mm -hmm. And I tell people all the time, um, there's a thing where you have to trust doctors at a level and in a place that not everybody gets comfortable you're a chiropractor, but you, you, in your specialty, how how do you get people to trust beyond what they may or may not heard about chiropractor? Like, how do you? What's your bridge to get people to trust you? Because that's literally how your business is going to be determined whether people will trust you with their spine. Right. Yeah. No, that's a good point. Because I mean, like, I mean, like especially athletes, right? You're talking about spine and stuff. I mean, like your legs don't work without your spine. Your arms don't work without your spine. So yeah, you know, the biggest thing is just like, I want to know your goals. Like, I want you to know that I care. I think that's the biggest thing is just like letting people know they care, that I care. And I truly do. Like, I mean, like I, I, uh, it's not a facade. Like I check in on all my patients as often as I can. Um, athletes, I'm uh, probably a little easier to check on an athletes because their progress is a little more definitive mm-hmm. of, Hey, are you 80, 90%? Are you cutting, are you cutting both ways? Um, how's your ankle versus, you know, somebody, cause I treat, you know, everybody, but, um, somebody that's like going back to work. It's like, have you had three headaches this week? Like nobody wants me to check in on that, but, um, but, uh, you know, letting them know I care and then doing a really thorough thorough workup of them i want their history i want to know like hey i want to know where you're at but i want to know where you've been um i need to know what surgeries you've had i need to know a lot about you i'd say at some point you don't want to leave me because you don't want to tell somebody all this stuff again right right? like right um and then like you know do a really thorough uh thorough manual exam i I want you to see what i see and explain the heck out of everything i want you to see hey like you should be able to get here you're not getting here that leads to this so if you can kind of go back from where they're from where they want to go and they know you, that you care that you can be the person to get there or that if you're not the person, you're not going to take their money 
because I'm not that guy. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. There's no amount of money that's worth my um, who I am um, as a person. Um, they don't. They know. They know you're not going to sit there and take their money and keep them coming back. Um, um, like my profession has traditionally kind of been known for mm-hmm. um, that, you know, I don't want you here dependent on me. I want you dependent on yourself. So part of that is me putting on you. It's like, you know, this is not all about me being your healer. This is about me being a smart brain that studies way too much about this stuff and is obsessed. Um, that originally, like, I mean, I'm focused on the stuff, but it's really, I'm obsessed with success of my patients. So at Discount Tire, we know your time is valuable. Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online. Did you know Discount Tire now sells wiper blades? Check out our current deals at discounttire.com or stop in and talk to an associate today. Discount Tire. Let's get you taken care of. What, what's the biggest question that, what's the most frequent question when people come meet you for the first time? Uh, how much is this going to cost? No. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, know. Uh, probably with athletes, it's, you know, like how long is this going to take to fix? Yeah. Can I keep, can I keep doing this? It's one mm. of those two things. It's how long is this going to take until I'm back to playing or, you know, like what, what do I need to do to fix this? What about, the, what about the, the, the dad who just simply is having back troubles and wants to be, have peace of mind to go provide for his family? Yeah, so the, that's what my big focus always there is like, I need to know why. I need to know your why. Um, you know, people say like, yeah, I tired of my back hurting during the day. It's like, yeah, but why? Like, when, who cares about your day? Like, you know, do you want to get down on the floor with your kids? You want to be able to lift weights with your buddy? You got a fishing trip here coming up and you don't think you can handle the car ride up to Canada or whatever? Um, I, think, I think a lot of it comes back to the why. Um, but most most of the time it's just it comes down to like what's the most important thing in their life and um and and how you can show like hey like this is this is the route how we get you from where you're at and this is these are the objective things we need to get you to be able to do in office in order to accomplish uh, and have a back that's not only like not hurting now but uh shows us that it's going the right way that we've kind of fixed the reason it hurts in the first place and it won't come back so you don't have to come see me in two weeks two months whatever it is I, i i had a chiropractor when i was in virginia and the conversation was, in order to fix what was wrong, you have to be humbled. <laughs> humble. There has to be something that where you go, wow, that's not working the way it's supposed to, and I'm really afraid. I'm afraid I'm concerned or otherwise. So you spend a lot of time in the therapy business. As much as you talk about you know, fixing, manipulating, that sort of stuff, it really is about the mental part of it to get people who – really give themselves to you yeah for sure so there's a whole theory of uh, medical care called biopsychosocial model the interactions between the biology of your body um, your social interactions with people around you and your environment around you um, and then your psychology of pain and it's a big deal and it's kind of funny because they call it pain science and anything that's pain science i'm kind of question if it's really science at this point right because yeah. it's not, like you have to call something science it's mm-hmm. like i don't know um, but yeah and so one of the big things is fear avoidance giving people a soft uh a soft um, bottom of the barrel if they go down so i'm not gonna have somebody you know just hurt their back and went through a horrible episode of like not being able to lift their leg and stuff i'm not gonna send them home and say hey i want to try to bend it over and pick up the trash can <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a safe space to do that in, right. right like coach you through it make sure you understand that like hey here's what's happening i'm the expert if i'm not scared of it you want to be scared of it you're paying me to be your expert you probably shouldn't be if i'm telling you it's okay then then I'm probably not going to set you up for failure. What do you, What is your response to it? Just even in the text line, we have jokesters and serious scientists on the text line, of course. So, Love it. Uh, it's like, well, and so, the, you know, what do you say to people when they ask that question that you that everybody asks? 
are chiropractors really doctors? Oh yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> I mean, I I think I have enough debt to be a doctor. Yeah, right. I qualify. It. <laughs> right. No, um, right. <laughs> I think we are. I, I, I paid them. Right. <laughs> I think it's different to like have the title of doctor and act like a doctor. I mean, there's bad doctors in every field. I think mm. uh, hard to imagine that. I've, you know, I've, I know orthopedic surgeon who thinks certain ones that they have in, worked with are just absolute hacks. Right. I think the same way in my profession. So I think, you know, I think we are. I think we have a specialty. Um, I think it's different than what people when, – when you set the standard as a medical doctor, mm -hmm. we probably don't look like that. Right. Um, if you set a doctor as a level of knowledge about a certain You're degreed, thing, educated, informed. And, and I think and, I think we do fulfill that. And up to date, current. So I'd hope so, yeah. Right? Like yeah. that 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 new thing that happened where somebody will say, Well, I heard about this thing. Right. And you have to go, Okay, uh, no. Yeah. Oh yeah, all the time. <laughs> and like I would have I would have to say that chiropractors get more of that than probably medical doctors because we're we tend to be the alternative, right? So you'll see people that like, and you know, I'm having people that make their own tinctures and, and uh, do this and do that. It's like I can't. I'm very evidence based. I read a lot of research on a weekly basis. If there's a day I don't read a headline of a paper and decide if I want to read the abstract and then move on to the full paper, that that would be a rare day. What would you say to 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 the athlete? The, the you know he was a former college athlete or high school athlete, and he's in his 30s, maybe 40s, and he goes uh, and decides he's going to participate in a kickball tournament and pulls his hamstring. What do you say? <laughs> I've been there, man. You're too, when you hit 30, you're too old for kickball, right? Like <laughs> Last time you played kickball, you didn't know what soreness was. Right. And now you're not going to be able to walk straight for a week. Yeah, I just – I mean, so much of this is – the perceived idea is that professional college athletes delve into this pool a little more than, than the lay person. But I would ask you, what percentage of your business is just the average everyday mom and dad, grandpa and grandpa who just want some some peace? Yeah, it's probably 50-50. Yeah. Yeah. It's 50-50. I think what I'd like to do is switch it um, more towards youth athletes. I think, you know, investing in your money when you're young, it builds up fat better. I think the same thing is with, with uh, health. Uh, if you start young and you don't put it off, I think it's good. And so with athletes, I, my passion's movement. Like, are you producing force the way you should? Are you moving the way you should? If you don't and you have, you know, a quote, a Coach Dub, Keith Williams, um, and if you don't have energy leaks – then you're good. But if you have energy leaks, that's where you blow out your ACL. That's how you hurt your back, whether it's a small one or a big one. Um, you can't control all the, you know, contact injuries, but you can control most of the non-contact stuff. Um, and so I, you know, I treat a lot of, of people like me who I'd say are like ex-athletes, like ex-active athletes. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'd also argue that anybody that has a physical, um, type of goal is an athlete at some level. If, I mean, grandparents who want to be able to lift their kid, if, um, up to the top of the tree, like that commercial to put the star on. Right. Seen that one? Yep. Yeah. Like that. I mean, he's, he's an athlete. He's working. I mean, not an athlete in the traditional sense, but, uh, if you have a physical goal, then, um, then you want to move well, then that's, that's kind of my thing. So from the Sardahima Texan, Harold Spears says, or asks, does chiropractic help with people that have early onset arthritis? Yeah. Um, hundred percent. So arthritis, I would say is a poor movement strategy. Mm -hmm. And so you started to affect the bones. So, um, movement, um, bones and joints are passive. They don't move themselves. Uh, muscles move them. So you, muscle problem, muscles are told by the brain what to do. Um, the strategies you use to move are your own. Um, there's probably an ideal, um, but I don't think anybody's ever going to be ideal, but I think you can move people towards a healthier 
healthier things. So if you look at arthritis as an overuse of a uh, joint. Repetition is. uh... Yeah. And like, yeah, but like, I mean, yeah, yes. And it doesn't have to be on one part of the joint. Um, It could be on one aspect of the joint typically is what you'll see. Um, And so getting somebody to move better. I I would say arthritis is a symptom of poor movement. Right. And then the pain is a symptom of that too. So the pain and the arthritis, are they caused by each other? Yeah, a lot of times they are. But sometimes, you know, you'll have pain before you have arthritis, which tells you you're probably moving. uh, The pain's a symptom. And then you just ignore it, ignore it, ignore it, uh, become used to it. What about, so what about in, uh, like, let's take Rico, for example, former collegiate hurdler, seven, eight years past his prime. Yeah, I hate to say that to you, but, you know, it's there. (laughs) it's like five years six seven or eight don't but but being able to help him perform better at the thing that he loves yeah can you help an athlete who doesn't necessarily have pain but he just needs help with movement and direction yeah that is number one what i do okay that is what i do the most of um now most people find me after pain because I'm a chiropractor, I'm a doctor, um, I, but I really span the whole gap between what I believe exists between um, uh, rehab and performance. Just because you don't have pain does not mean you're moving well. It doesn't mean you're maxing out your potential of creating strength because you have to have the right strategies to do that. I mean, you look at the way people squat, everybody squats a little bit different. There is a better way to squat. Like we have to match up to what you can do with your body. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, if, if you're a hurdler, you have a lead leg and you have a trail leg. One needs a lot of flexion. One needs a lot of extension. Your pelvis has to go opposite directions and twist. Do you ever switch legs just for fun? No. No. So you're going to be compensated to one thing. And if you don't have that one thing, which you're already going to be leaning that way, then like, why would I ever try to like – your movement's going to be different than somebody who's doing a high jump. It has to be. Mm. So I'm going to look at you completely different. Like you, your starting point and your ending point is going to be very different. Um, and so you're going to need very different things because when you're pushing off that trail leg, that, that trail leg um, – it's going to act different than the lead leg. And so your pelvis has to be able to do different things. And if I make you symmetrical, you're going to I'll make you worse. So I have to understand what the goal is. Um, otherwise, I, if I just look at you and I didn't know what your goal was, I might try to make you symmetrical and kill your career. It's going to be fantastic to watch. I'll ask you this. You mentioned youth sports and high school athletes. Can you help them? So let's say somebody comes to you and says, hey, I'm a pitcher. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to be more explosive. All right. Mm-hmm. Can you work with him on his form, his movements to help him be better at what he wants to do? Yeah. Uh, yep. Um, so there's a lot that goes into a violent move like pitching. Mm-hmm. You got to have a lot of range of motion and you got to control it after you let go of the ball, right? You're, th- you're, you're generating power from the, bo- from the ground up. Um, so you have to go all the way through the hips. You have to be able to transfer that force through muscles and fascia and bones up and across your body to that, that pitching arm, whatever is left or right. Your rib cage has to move. Um, if you don't, then you'll start to go other places. So um, Tommy John, mm-hmm. everybody knows Tommy John. You try mm-hmm. the inside, the ligament on the inside of your elbow. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll typically, you can trace that up and you'll find stuff in the shoulder almost co- always and the rib cage because if, if I have to build up a pitcher, your spine be able to move, better be able to move well. Because your rib cage has to move well too, because you're you're changing shape of your rib cage. Mm-hmm. Your shoulder blade sits on that. Your upper arm sits on the shoulder blade, and you get all the way down to the elbow. I mean, it's a kinetic chain, and so the whole energy thing. If one of those things components is not working right, it's got to go somewhere. You're creating a lot of force. So I've seen a I, a real quick story. I had a pitcher who came in um, when I was down in St. Louis when I was in school still, and this was kind of a light bulb moment for me. Mm-hmm. He came in and he didn't have any pain. 
but he lost like five to ten off his fastball. That's exactly what I was thinking. And and uh, and I'm sitting here looking at him, and I'm just running him through everything. I mean, I took I was so late to class that day. I ran through everything, and the last thing I found was um, this wasn't the first session. It was after the first couple failed sessions, um, his uh, his lead foot was locked up, like just didn't move at all. And so, um, you know, I was a lot younger then, and so I made it pop. I made a move, and it came back. He just like he could not transmit force over that foot effectively so it basically was a road bump and he would just he'd just hit it and he'd have a hitch and go over it now i don't watch enough pitchers live to be able to see that stuff live i mean i but i can see movement right in my, so my goal is to free up all your motion and you can go to whoever makes you the best pitcher or the best hurdler or the best squatter whatever so, it is. so sports chiropractic could be its own thing its own specialty its own focus yeah and there's there's specialty um uh degrees and uh certifications and stuff you can get um but i don't know those look good on the outside but I but mean, we could say i mean but you could in, in fact change lives training folks in movement 100 percent, right so i mean if it's whether it's a lineman offensive lineman you got a 250 pound kid at home who wants to be more explosive and be safe you can have a basketball player who quite frankly can't rotate his hips and he's having difficulty getting into space you can actually help them with that Yep, absolutely. That's that is like my number one goal is give your kid the best i the best chance to hit their potential. Thanks. I can't turn a D two into a D one if that's where they're going to end up, but I can I can give them a D two chance at uh, being a D two athlete if they have physical limitations that they should not have, whether it's learned or um, born with. It's it's max it's maximizing. Like yeah, it's a simple 100%. thing. I I'm getting excited at the, just the thought of it. Doctor, let them know how they can find you and how they can reach out reach out to you. Yeah, so office is Spine and Sports Chiropractic on 70th and Pioneers. Uh phone number is 402-261-6841. Um I'm occasionally on Instagram. I spend most <laughs> of my time free time with my kid um and my wife or reading on this stuff so my wife always tells me my instagram looks more like i work a lot and don't instagram a lot which would be 100 percent accurate but but they can reach out to yeah you but there. so move dot all out happy to take a dm and uh and con- converse with this um email is dr adam at spine and us. i love i love talking about stuff um you know i'm not gonna treat you for free i'm not gonna give you a bunch of advice over the email but i'm happy to start a conversation yeah. and, and see if this is right for well, you we want to get them in front of you which yeah. is the most important thing yeah i appreciate it all right man well i look we'll do this again because there's so many things that are going to happen yeah i love it throughout the season that you could be able to help us with information well, i'd love to do it uh dr adam gensler thank you very much for right. what you do appreciate it well toward the break we'll close out one-on-one when we come back Watch live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. You're listening to One on One with DP on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. At Discount Tire, we know your time is valuable. Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online. Did you know Discount Tire now sells wiper blades? Check out our current deals at DiscountTire.com or stop in and talk to an associate today. Discount Tire. Let's get you taken care of.